to the sound of my voice this morning. Hallelujah. The book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 11. Psalms 119. Hallelujah. Verse 11. I say amen when you get it. All right, amen. amen. Very well. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Over my head, I see the words of the Lord. Uh, over my head. Hallelujah. Well, somewhere in that range, and I know that uh, if you have a Bible uh, similar to mine, perhaps you may and you may not. Um, maybe turn to page 799 if you have the same uh, King James Parallel Bible as I have, depending on the font and the print. But it's there somewhere. If not, check your table of contents. Find it right in the table of contents there. Hallelujah. Psalms 119. Don't really have to read this because we know. Verse 11. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And also in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4. And we're going to begin reading here. From verse 20 through verse 24. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through verses 23. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from, from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Mm. For they are life unto those that find them. Yes. And health to all their flesh. I got you. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. For your consideration this morning, hallelujah, we're yet continuing in the Back to the Basics series. Things the devil does not want you to know or do. Things the devil does not want you to know or do. We have been commanded to listen well to the words of the Lord and and tune our ears to his voice. The writer in the book of Proverbs here said, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. In the 1600s, there was a gentleman whose name was William Harvey. And he brought about a revolution in medical knowledge when he discovered that blood is pumped by the heart and circulates through the body. All of you that work in the medical field uh, uh, certainly know that. It circulates through our body for, uh, for once every 60 seconds. And this is the amazing thing that I found out, is that our blood travels through 70,000 miles of veins, arteries, and capillaries in our bodies. So in order for this to happen, that our heart beats approximately 100,000 times every single day. 
And when you average that out, that is an average of two and a half billion times throughout our lives. So you understand why we need to guard our hearts with all diligence. Medically and physically and spiritually. So Solomon says, he says, keep your heart, for out of it are the issues of life, not only physiologically, but spiritually. But one thing that I've observed today is that is that the problem people have today is their hearts are spiritually diseased. Verse 11 of Psalm 119 again, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. That's important. Because if we have the word of God hidden in our hearts, it will keep us from being distracted by all of those uh, extemporaneous things, uh, those things that are, that are within our view, things that are distracting us to the left or to the right. Or, and we have been commanded to look straight on and keep That's our right. eyes specifically on the Lord. Yes. And I want to tell all of us today that if you just keep your eyes on the Lord, mm-hmm. keep your mind staying on him, everything in your life's going to be all right. No matter what evil, port, what evil report you may be hearing or receiving, uh, it, 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 that is not God's plan and purpose for your life. That's right. But it is the enemy's job. It is the devil's job. It is Satan's job to try to discourage you in every way that he possibly can. Well, discouragement is is one of Satan's biggest weapons. And when you think about it, and when you read the word of God, you will discover that some of the greatest men of the Bible were defeated by discouragement because they allowed themselves to fall into the hands and to the tricks and the traps that the enemy had laid for them. So we need to be watchful as people of God, we need to be prayerful in all things. And there's a whole lot of things that the devil does not want you to know. Mm-hmm. Whole lot of stuff he doesn't want you to know. And absolutely, there are a whole lot of things that he does not want you to do. Amen. Because when we get discouraged, then the devil knows that we're ultimately going to pray the wrong prayer. Yes. Ultimately, He's going to send discouragement your way so that you will say the wrong thing. He knows if he can keep you discouraged, then you're going to think the wrong things. And when he just sends a little demon of discouragement there, ultimately because of that, he knows then you're going to do the wrong thing. Uh Uh-huh. And then if you do the wrong thing, you're going to see the wrong thing. And if you see the wrong thing, then you're going to go and get yourself in the wrong place. And ultimately, he knows if he could have you praying the wrong prayers, saying the wrong thing, thinking the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, seeing the wrong thing, getting in the wrong place. 
ultimately he knows that you're going to get in the wrong spirit. You're going to have that spirit of defeatism. Well, I don't know why this always happens to me. That's just my way, my lot in life. Well, you know, I just can't ever do anything right. You're going to, he knows that you're going to get in the wrong spirit and have the spirit of murmuring. Oh, I don't know why we have to get in the spirit. I don't, they must be crazy. They think I'm going to do that. Murmuring and complaining. That was one of the traps that the children of Israel, the Israelites fell in way back when they were in Egypt and coming out of Egypt. He knows that if you are in the wrong spirit, you're going to get in that spirit of grouchiness. Yeah, and you have to admit, all of us in here, every now and then, every now and then, we get a little grouchy sometimes, right? Amen. Just like Oscar. So when that spirit of grouchiness comes about, send it back, put it right back in the trash can that Oscar, Oscar comes out of and slam the lid down on it and sit on that lid. Praise God. That's one of the major things. And I have to admit that every now and then I get a little grumpy. I get a little grouchy. All right. Look, don't no, take me to grouchy now. Don't take me to grouchy. Don't take me to grouchy. And the devil knows that if he can discourage you, ultimately he's going to get you in the wrong spirit. And then that spirit of criticism is going to come upon you. You're just going to nitpick, ticky-tack little things. The enemy, you'll find out with your spouse, things that would never, I don't know why every night I come, it, it, I, every morning I come down, there's crumbs all over the I don't know why there's crumbs, there's dirty dishes in the sink. Well, Oh, the light is on down in the basement. Who's down in the basement down there? Nobody been in the basement. I know nobody's been in the basement because there's spider webs all across the door, but the light is on in the basement. It's criticism. Criticism. Thank God we don't have that in our house. Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Huh? <laughs> The devil, he wants to keep us discouraged in every way that he possibly can. Here's another thing that he doesn't want us to do. The devil does not want us to assemble ourselves together in our worship celebration. He doesn't want you to come to church. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you to know that, but he's going to try everything that he can to try to hinder you. How many times have you purposed in your heart? to get up early and to get yourself together and get everything in order and, and get yourself and make yourself look decent and then say, well, I'm going to church this morning. I'm going to, as old folks used to say, press your way to the house of God. <laughs> the devil knows that. That's why he will try to discourage you. You're driving down the highway. You know, and you get a phone call or something happens. Oh, Jesus, you know, I got to turn around and go back home. I forgot this. I forgot that. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing that whenever a lot of negativity is coming in your life that we cause to come upon ourselves, the first thing we always say, oh, Jesus, calling on the name of the Lord. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Watch this, but, 
Here's that word but again. We heard it. You know, just going to quit that. <laughs> Exhorting one another. And so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Mm. Devil knows what happens, you know, when you purpose in your heart and then you bring that plan to fruition and say, oh, I'm going to worship. I'm pressing my way. I'm going to be there. Hallelujah. From the time the doors open up till the time the benediction is given, I just need to hear a fresh word from the Lord on this morning. You know, I'm, I'm just going to do whatever's necessary. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. The enemy hears that. But he doesn't want you to come to church. Because he knows if you come to church, you're going to hear God's word preached. And you know, during the preaching of the word of God, that there's going to be the Holy Ghost is going to convict somebody in their spirit. Convict them that things aren't quite right in their lives and they just need to come and surrender their lives to the Lord. The devil doesn't want you to go to church because he knows that if you come, you're going to find encouragement for that which you're going through, that which you have to go through. And he knows you're going to need it right now, but you're going to need it later and you're going to need it on tomorrow. So he will try to hinder you in every way that he can. So he doesn't want you to go to church. And he absolutely does not want you to pray. Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 9, and you'll find that scripture there as well. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, and we, we've been the prayer in our back to basics over the last several weeks. We've been hearing a dynamic word from Elder Davida yes. on how to pray and what we should be, our priorities in prayer, if you will. Yes. Men ought always to pray yes. and not faint. So he said, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. He didn't want you to pray. Mm. <laughs> and he said unto them, when ye pray, yes. say, our Father, yes. which art in heaven, hallowed, holy, yes. be thy name, thy kingdom come, yes. thy will be done. Yes. Thy will be done. Yes. Thy will be done be done as in heaven so as in earth give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil and watch this in verse 5 and he said unto them which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him friend lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Hey, trouble me not. The door is now shut, and all my children are in bed, and I can't arise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, 
Yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, ask. You want to help me out here? Yes. Look at it. What does it say? Ask. And it shall be given to you. Seek. And shall knock. And it, shall be and it shall be opened unto you. The devil is always going to try to discourage you and tell you, well, you know that... That ship is sailed. That door is closed. It's never going to open. That was a one-time fleeting opportunity. You missed it, so forget about it. He is going to try to discourage you. And the devil does not want you to know that if you ask, it shall be open to you. He doesn't want you to know if you seek, you will find. He doesn't want you to know that if you knock, it will be opened unto you. He knows, hallelujah, in his little old peanut of a brain, that prayer brings power, that prayer brings consecration, and that prayer ultimately always gives you the victory, people of God. That's why we need to pray at all times and in every situation and circumstance. Pray, pray, pray. My father used to say, pray till the power of the Lord come down. Hallelujah. Let them up. The devil knows if he can bring discouragement to you, he knows that you will never be an effective witness for the Lord. And we heard a, 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 um, a, a reference to that even during our corporate prayer in so many words and that we, we really have to be witnesses for the Lord. We gotta be witnesses for him. John chapter four. Verse 28 and 29. St. John. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and saith to the men, Come, see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is this not the Christ? Come see a man. That's what effective witnessing will do for you. Right. Here was a woman that had been steeped in sin. Here was a woman who, who, who her life was not stellar. Right. But when she met Jesus, yes. it's all about meeting Jesus, people of God. It's all about having, if you will, that Damascus Road, that woman at the well, that, that, that encounter, that personal encounter with Jesus that will radically change your lives for the better. Yes. That's right. How many times have you gone to the store expecting to, you know, to purchase some things that uh, you had on your shopping list and as you went up and down every aisle and you looked as well, oh, that's on sale. Oh my God. Oh, I think I'll get some of that. Oh, I'll get some of this. Oh, I'll get some of that. Oh, Lord, good Lord. I know I, know I don't need it, but I'm getting it anyway. It's half price. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. It's a wonderful thing when they got half price at the dollar store. That's right. You know you've been blessed by the Lord, huh? That's a wonderful thing, huh? Child, you calling up one, you calling, you text everybody. Child, you putting it on Facebook. Child, they got a half price sale at the dollar store. You just need to get over here and you need to get over here and that right early. Yes. Hallelujah. So in, in, in ways, we witness the people 
you know, without even a care or thought about it. Oh, child, you know, oh, that's good. This is good stuff. That's good stuff. You got to try this. And child, did you see that show on TV? Oh, did you hear this? So we're always effectively witnessing for people. Yes. But many times, and we are always on, we heard that in our, in our, in our, in our prayer this morning and just talking about we are never um, outside of witnessing. There is always ministry, whether you've been called to the fivefold ministry or not, all of us can be effective witnesses That's for the right. Lord. That's right. If it's no more than like the woman at the well said here, oh, come see a man. Who told me all things that ever I have to, it, that is an amazing thing. You would think you would want to shy away from somebody that could look at you and tell you everything that you did and they don't know you from Adam. That's right, that's right. Yeah, a whole lot of folk that stay away from Holy Ghost, five after anointed people of God because, oh, I don't want no part of that. Oh, they're going to they're gonna read my mail. But every now and then, maybe it's a good thing to have your mail read. Because it will keep you on the straight and narrow. So when we are witnesses for the Lord, <clears throat> the devil knows that if we are going to be effective witnesses, that he can hinder our words as witnesses for Jesus. And he can also want to try to hinder our lives as witnesses for Jesus. Look at the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. And these are the words of our Lord Jesus. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea, and in Samaria. Oh, there's that Samaria. Again, a woman at the well in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, that's not in red, but when you look in your Bible, those words are in red. The A portion of that scripture says, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, has come upon you. We all been there, haven't we not? So just think about this. Get a picture in your mind. The steam in a locomotive does not exist just to toot the whistle that's been installed on that locomotive. Its purpose is to power the engine to move the train. So too, when we receive that empowering of the Holy Spirit, it's not given to us for us just to feel Holy Ghost goosebumps get an emotional high or the warm fuzzy feelings now all of those things are all right but it is much more than that for the spirit of the holy ghost comes upon us in order that the message of the gospel that the good news of the gospel might be moved throughout this whole world look at the b portion and ye shall be witnesses unto me yeah. now look at the wording here now jesus did not say he did not say you will witness he says you'll be witnesses yeah. Yeah. That's right. now just think think about this things will happen in a naturally supernatural way in and through you if 
you will just witness his reality in your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Just be a witness. Yeah. Remember that song we should sing it all church? When I think of the goodness of Jesus yeah. and all. Well, it started out real high. Well, you know what it's about, right? <laughs> so when we tear that, huh? When we used to we used to sing that song, you know. But it is true. When you think about the goodness of Jesus, yeah. both in Jerusalem. And in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. There was a powerfully anointed man way back at the, the earlier parts of the century. And his name was Billy Sunday. You Google that name and you'll, you'll, you'll find out. So Billy Sunday used to say, he would say, the Lord has anointed me to preach to the guttermost parts of the earth. And I was thinking about that, and I said, well, really, what, what, what made Billy Sunday tick? What made D.L. Moody and R.A. Torrey or Charles Finney, what drove them, what made them, what made Billy Graham tick? Well, if you would read their biographies, you'll see that without exception. Each one of these men, these great men, and even those women, uh, Corey Ten Boom and, and a lot of other women of the gospel, each one of them had an undeniable encounter with the Holy Ghost. When you, and we have, have a continuous undeniable encounter of the Holy Ghost in your life, yes. God will use you for extraordinary purposes, but all for his glory. And the devil does not want you to know that. He doesn't want you to have that, do that and have that encounter with the Holy Spirit because he knows if you don't, then you won't. And if you won't, then nobody else will. We got to start doing things that the Lord wants us to do, people of God. Hallelujah. One of the things that we need to do as people of God is to trust God. Trust him. Trust him in everything that we do. Back in the Old Testament, there was a man, his name Three letters. Job. In Job chapter 13, verse 15. And let me just say this about that undeniable encounter with the, with, with the Holy Spirit. Uh, before we, we, we look at Job chapter 13, verse 15. It is our assignment. It is our job, people of God, as Holy Ghost-filled fire baptized, tongue talking, glory walking saints of God to trust God. Yes. Sometimes we want to tell everybody else to trust God. Yeah. Believe God. He'll bring you through. But we have to be the first partakers of trusting God yes. with every area of our lives. Mm -hmm. Not lean on, lean on the arm of flesh like we heard. Not trust on them and they and whosoever will and all of that. But we need to trust in the living God. And I'm going to say this. I'm not going to make my time because I'm going to finish it. I'm not going to make it so. 
I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna finish it. All right, I'm just saying that now. Job chapter 13, verse 15 to King James. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him, but I will maintain mine own ways before him. So in other words, he would say, even if I don't understand the who, the what, the where, the when, or the how of what God is doing, even if it seems to be unfair to me, even if he should slay me or kill me in the process, yet will I trust in him. Now, wait a minute, don't, 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 don't shut down on me now and say, well, that's not scripture, that's not Bible. Hear me, hear me well now. This verse was recorded correctly as Job stated it. Now I'm going to say that again. Now this verse, Job 13 and 15 was recorded, recorded, excuse me, correctly as he stated it. However, it was incorrectly stated. Because God didn't slay him. Our God knows every soul that trusts in him. Yes. And if you would just trust in him and say, Lord, well, if this was your will for me and if this don't seem like it's working for me, Lord, why don't you just take me out right now? Thank God he didn't. Right. Yes. That's right. I know I said it a time or two in my walk with the Lord. And, it's, and I said, what? What did you say? Don't you say it? Are you take it All right, all right. I, 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 I nullify those words. So if we as people of God, if we would just, if we would just trust God, then no matter what happens to this mortal earthly flesh, you will never perish. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You'll never perish. But you've got to trust God. If you trust God, you will never know defeat, people of God. You will never be defeated no matter what the situations or the circumstances may be in life, you will always be victorious. If you trust God, then you'll know beyond the shadow of a doubt, like the Bible says, that you are the apple of his eye, and you are his pearl and his joy. Glory be to God. The devil doesn't want you to read the Bible, though, because if you read the Bible, and if you studied the word of God, and you got wisdom and revelation and understanding, and you meditate on the word of, the God, on the word of God day and night, if he knows if you do that, you're going to be hard to handle. That's why he doesn't want you to do that. Trust God. That's why he doesn't want you to read the Bible. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yes. Right. Now, I always thought that the word of God was quick and it was powerful and it was sharper than any two-edged sword because it would bring light on, on, on those areas where I needed to come up a little higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's look at the context of the verse. The word pierces the heart it means as it recounts stories of all people who were robbed because they just didn't know how good God is. The devil does not want you to know how good God is. 
He wants you to know that it's all about him. And the devil wants you to know that it's all about you and it's not about God. It is Christ who, who liveth in me and dwelleth in me. It is he who doeth the works, yes. not any of us. Yes. Not any of us. It is the word of God who, who, who reveals Jesus on the inside of us. If you could just x-ray yourself, you ought to see little Jesus all in the inside of you. That's our prayer on a daily basis. Yes. The anointing is upon us. The greater one is on the inside of us. The presence of God surrounds us. Every day we're praying that prayer. Yes. And when we say it, I could just feel the spirit of the Lord on the inside of me, just bubbling and percolating and popping up like popcorn, as they used to say on the old, in the old church, at the old church, on the inside of me. The word of God should be in us. Even if we don't speak it, people ought to be able to know that we are people of God. But we've got to separate ourselves from the things of this world, people of God. We have to yield to the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18 tells us, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, now, I'm not saying the next statement I'm going to say does not apply to you. It applies to somebody that's not here in the worship service today. <laughs> Forget about those distilled spirits, as they call it. It's amazing to me when you drive by, you know, a liquor store and you look, it's just spirits, fine wines and spirits and all of that. Very negative connotation. So forget the distilled spirits. And just drink, drink deeply of the dynamic spirit of the Holy Ghost. Because when you are filled to overflowing with the Holy Ghost in your life, then you will have real joy. Joy unspeakable. It is the Holy Ghost in our lives that brings us power. And it is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost in our lives that brings glory to God. It's all about the glory of God being demonstrated and shining forth out of our lives, people of God. Hallelujah. One final scripture. John chapter 7, verse 37 and 38. On the final and climactic day of the feast, Jesus took his stand. He cried out, if anyone thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Rivers of, and I'm reading this in the Message Bible. Rivers of living water will brim and spill out of the depths of anyone who believes in me this way, just as the scripture says. Do you want it just like the Bible says? Do you have it just like the Bible says? Well, the devil wants to make sure you don't want it and that you don't have it like the Bible says because he knows if you do, you're going to be full of the Holy Ghost. And out of your belly is going to flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. He who believes in me, the Amplified, who cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being shall flow continuously springs and rivers of living water. People of God. 
just let the word of God, which really is likened unto water, let it flood your soul and let it cleanse you continuously. If you've watched the news, you've seen, you know, that, that turmoil and the hurricane and the, and, and the tropical storm there, and you just see those, those torrents of rain and that continuous uh, ebb and flow of water coming in and the tide is rising and all of those things. And that just, I began to think about that, and it, it was a detrimental situation for all of those that were there that were involved in that situation. But that's where we have to be able to let the word of God flow in our souls and continuously cleanse us and wash us as people right. of God. So I'm going to my seat right now. I've told you some of the things that the devil doesn't want you to know and things that he does not want you to do. But I'm challenging you, challenging all of you today that are here and under the sound of my voice to give no place to the devil. Before you know it, if you don't give any place to the devil, if you draw nigh to God and let him draw nigh to you, then you'll have a heart full of the word of God and a life that reflects Jesus. And know this, every time that you declare and thank God out loud, the devil loses. Every time you ignore the negative reports of those around you, guess what? The devil loses. Every time you praise God before you ever see a sign of change, guess what? The devil loses. Every time you try, and I'm really going to my seat now. Do you trust me in that? Every time you trust God, then old Slewfoot loses. And you get the victory, and our Lord gets the glory. I want you to know that. Forget about what the devil doesn't want you to know. You just know what you know. And all I know is our God reigns. Yes. Yes. He's great and he's glorious. That's why we lift up his name and call him Jesus. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search R. Wolf C in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.